Hello there, everyone, and welcome to the first Smashers episode of Season 4. Uh, it still doesn't feel real. Well, I'm Xanatok, otherwise known as Lister, and, uh, well, it's really bright in here for me. Uh, as for Jono, well, as you can tell from our background today, you'll never see him coming. So, uh, no camera for him, I guess. I don't know. He's just not going to be here. Ah, there's his face. That brief glimpse of it that we got. Oh, get it. But he's, he's having issues. It's it's a Jono thing. He's doing a bit. I, you know, he just, he thinks he's funny. And I fear for, for whoever has to attend to him whenever he's eventually put into a nursing home and, like, 20 years. Orvana, get me my sweets. You're not allowed to have them. Your teeth already fell out last Tuesday. My gums have hardened. I want mm, my cinema roll. It's not how that works. You with us now in the light? Why do you have yeah. that, honestly? Why? What 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 reason did you have to buy that atrocity? For for anyone who's not looking at the video, he has one of those bad intentionally bad <laughs> Garfield dolls. Mm-hmm. Why do you own that? For the sake of the bit, I mean... That's not why you everybody. own it. That's why you brought it out. But it ain't why you own it. Unless you're saying that you bought it this within the last couple of months because you've done a Garfield bit before. No, you want... I mean, if if you want it, there's a story. There, There is a story. Tell us a story! Okay. So... I'm gonna regret this. I have recently switched jobs. My, my full-time job has, has migrated... From the country club that I worked at in rental services for the last four years to a job more in, or less in my field in marketing and events production with a major publication in town, the Arizona Daily Star, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, it was recently my last day at the previous job. My uh, intent was to purchase one of these for a coworker who is a close friend of mine. Um, who brought me on over there at the start. So, uh, so yeah, he, and, and at the start of this year, over at the previous job, I had harassed him with Garfield and a different Garfield fact for every day of the year up until this point. So, I bought him this. I bought him this. And then, my friend, my other coworker, who I told her I was buying him this, she bought me this as my going away gift, so we both have a Garfield now. My coworker and I. And you don't believe me. Here's here's uh, No, no, I do believe you. Here he is with the Garfield that I gave him. Why is it worse? <laughs> because it's in a really crunched up, like horrible paper like plastic shrink wrap. 
Um, so she had taken it out, but I kept it in because I was like, I gotta leave this in. This is like fucking atrocious and it looks so bad. I'm going to give it to him this way. Um, let's see. I mean, if you want to continue, I mean, oh, here it is. Here's, here's me unboxing it for my friend. It comes in that plastic bag. <laughs> then it's just gonna... That's horrifying. It's so, it's, it's so bad. It's so awful. It's so bad. I mean... Why do people make these things? It it loosely looks like the Bill Murray I, one. I'm gonna I'm gonna beg you for a favor. Whenever we stop making the show, or just you know ever, don't buy me something like that. Anything of the <laughs> sort. Don't. Do it. Please, dear God, I'm begging you. What if Fuck. I make it at home? If you home make a stuffed animal, just like you actually make the whole damn thing yourself, then fine. You can send that to me. But don't don't buy something like that. For the love of God! Jesus Christ! That's nightmare fuel. Especially in the packaging. It's slightly yeah. better out of the packaging, but holy shit. If you're only seeing the audio version of this, please, your God, do not do not turn on the video. Please don't turn on the video. Or skip like the first ten minutes. Actually, don't don't even do that because he's gonna bring it up randomly throughout the show just to negate the first ten minutes bit. Because that's the kind of bullshit oh, this guy does to Okay. Me. Jesus yeah. Christ. And on your end, sarcasm uh, is one of your many you know, talents. The only, the, only, the only good thing about this whole story is the fact that I'm not the only one who has gotten Garfield abuse from you. Thank Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, uh. it, it was pretty pervasive in, in my prior workplace. I mean, here, here I am at the front desk and what we had done was put my um I held a snake catcher as a sword and then I was the king and then Garfield was right over a nameplate like right next to me He looks like he wants you to kill him Maybe he does He's Ma begging for release for, Yeah I could see that being the case Oh my how about this one? How about this one? How about this one? Your friends look like they want you to kill him. <laughs> hey, she's the one who got me the fucking Garfield. I mean, this is what they've unleashed on the world. I'm gonna find <laughs> that factory. I'm gonna burn it down to the ground. There's more than one. I think you may need to burn down all of China. I will burn down all of Arizona. We're getting close. I mean, global warming. It's not getting better. So, yeah. just wait. Those yearly averages just keep on ticking up. The, the yearly average is like, what, 137 or some shit? No, but the high is probably like 103, which is pretty I, bad. I think 137 would be unlivable. Yeah. I, we're getting there. I mean, that's, that's Death Valley, California. So. God. All right. Okay. So, let's... Oh, how do we cover, how do we recover from this? Jesus Christ! It's Smasher Dash. You know how it go. We pick characters against each other, and then we pick. Dear God, 
we have to add one of these, or dear God, we can only have one of these. And we debate it. And then we also put Garfield on a display where the camera's going to see it the whole episode. Once again, audio listeners, please do not look at the video. Please, your God, save yourself. He's probably going to keep it up there now for multiple episodes, so never look at the video ever again. Just don't do it. I wish I didn't have to see this in front of yeah, me, yeah, but I don't can. have a fucking choice. I could, like, the best I could do is put up, like, a bla- a card over where his camera feed is so that I can't see it while we're recording, but then I also don't know what other bullshit he's going to do, so I can't yeah, stop him gonna... from doing anything. No, you can't do that, because you two will get mad! You can't do that! Clothes stay on! No! God. There's got... something underneath. Season season three, we added in rate their chances, and we were debating Mm -hmm. what to do. Five characters still are moved down to three characters season four, and we said, "Fuck it, let's do five. It's more fun." And Smash Bros. were always our shorter episodes anyway, so f it. So, with that out of the way, I think we should go ahead and get started. Something we also decided to do that for our first Smash Bros. for this season, and good chance we'll do this for our future seasons as well. Is that all the characters we're going to be discussing today are characters who either just originated in a video game in the past year, or had a I don't know, or or were a main character in a game in the past year. So they may not have been brand new, but they were a focus, right? Because you know we talk about a bunch of random stuff, but why don't we actually make sure we talk about some things that actually are recently important? Just kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, I I don't know about you, but I think when we talk about Gino and Amaterasu, those are very recently important characters. I mean, one of them more recent than In our hearts. In our hearts. Hey, they were both recently (laughs) featured in Wooden Plank Studios comics, so there's that. That was fucking cool. I I probably stared at Amaterasu in in that comic for way too long. Uh, That's like... And Goshen, on. the giant was there. Goku, DBZ Goku. <laughs> he, he's hidden pretty well. Etika. Yep. yep. Still haven't figured out who the person oh. is on there. Mm-hmm. The villain side is even stranger. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I know which side's gonna win. <laughs> Based uh, off of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Listen, they got mm-hmm. Etika. They're going to win. Mm-hmm. They Turns need. out Critter saves the day. Yeah, that, there you go. Yeah, he's going to go, Mewtwo, Mewtwo, and everybody's going to just drop dead. Oh, shit. No, you're Don't. right. That's how the villains win. He's going to hug Mewtwo to death. Oh, yeah. In a complete, like, he's not even going to care about the fight. He's just going to be like Mewtwo, and he's going to, like, jump all over him and accidentally kill Mewtwo. That'd be pretty dope. Let's, let's make well, it happen. Yep. Uh, yeah, Wooden Plank Studios. Um, I Great. Mean, if you don't know they, them... For the past yeah. year, they've been on a plot line where Sephiroth murdered everybody except for Incineroar, who was uh, locked in detention for trying to peek out who the next character was going to be. Kirby, who <laughs> can't be killed. And Kazuya, mm-hmm. who walked in the door like the very next hour yeah. or something. Because they, they killed him like... I, I, because I think we might have known that there's going to be a uh, another reveal coming up soon. 
So they so they killed everybody, and then the very next comic strip is like Kazuya kicking in the door and then tossing everybody into the volcano. And then Senator pops up just like, What the fuck are you doing? Go back in there and get them out. <laughs> and then it's just been a comedy fest reviving everybody. Everybody's alive now. But Sephiroth's just like, you're undoing my greatest work? Oh, hell nah. I'm gonna kill mm -hmm. you again. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, they they it's really a great take ride. the spirit of... Yeah. Yeah, it has been. They, re they really take the spirit of earlier comics. Like, again, we're, we're going into, like, the Brawl in the Family era, Matthew Toronto, who's still doing some cool stuff, just not always yeah. smash oriented for all the family and now we have a consistent zombie smash they used to be like the smash <clears throat> comic kings awkward zombie is still around but they're not <clears throat> they don't do they're they're a lot more variety they, they do a bunch of different things they've really done anything <clears throat> a lot of smash <clears throat> stuff in a while but like during the the brawl days they did quite a bit but wooden plank city what about shows used to be variety and then they started this murder plot line and it's just been only smash comics which, I mean, hey, I love. <laughs> but I imagine yeah. once this plot line is over, Smash is going to get a break from comics from them, which is totally fair. It is. I mean, when we've, when we've gotten as many as we have. Yeah, um, it's been over a year. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. But yeah, really really great stuff. Uh, very entertaining. Um, that being said, yeah, there's there's their chances with relevant characters, as, as you said. So I'm thinking without further ado, if it's okay with you, if it's okay with me, if it's okay with him, we're just going to get right on into it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start off with mm -hmm. a character, and of our five right there, trans characters, this is definitely <clears throat> the newest character. Uh, they've only existed for a few months, but, uh, well, I, yeah. had, I, was, I wanted to have something else to lead in there, but I got nothing. It's Noah from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> so, one of the two of us has finished playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3. The other one has not. Yeah, and it's so, the one that put Noah on this list. And Yeah, so good job I to think, you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I can't say a whole lot because, one, we don't, I don't want to spoil Jono, and also, two, it is still a recent game. So I don't want to get anything out there for people who may still be playing it. Like, I, I think our friend uh, Kelly, I think Kelly might still be playing it, too. I'm not sure I haven't heard from him in a while. I think he is, yeah. He, he's yeah. been doing other things. Yeah. He, he, he told me before um, that, like, he has to take breaks to, like, kind of sew things in. Meanwhile, on the player, just like, nope, we're playing this, and we're not stopping. This is what we're doing. We're going all in. Mm -hmm. Especially mm -hmm. when I get to a certain part, it's like, okay, holy shit, what? All right, no more side quests. We're finishing this fucking game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you've been alluding to that and I and I would like to get to that point. So we will do such a thing. I'm just yeah. obviously at a slower pace. It's been kind of a hectic God, two months now. I, yeah. I, I need to I need to get a life and play video games. <laughs> yeah, you need to lose a life <laughs> and play, play video games. <laughs> I Anywho. see your video game reference. Well then okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so let's talk about Noah and his chance yeah. of actually getting Smash. Uh, on a base mm -hmm. level, I think it's a pretty good chance. Uh, mm -hmm. We got we got Shulk win, which at the time, you know, some people thought that shouldn't happen, but whatever. 
Uh, but then when Xenoblade 2 released, pretty much everybody, at least that I saw in Smash Specialist, was just thinking it was a foregone conclusion that we were going to get Rex because Sakurai said that he liked Xenoblade and it had literally mm-hmm. just came out. The only thing that what ended up not happening with Rex and base roster for Ultimate is just it was too recent. Sakurai had already made mm-hmm. the plan and he didn't have, yeah. um, I, I don't know if he just didn't have access to the pre-release material to make something with Rex or if he just didn't have enough of that. I don't know. But we didn't get Rex in Ultimate. Instead, we got Pyra and Mithra coming out as DLC later on. What's interesting move. Yeah. I'm not opposed move. to it. Uh, no, you and I actually talked I. about before if like before I think I yeah before we either of us had really played started playing three we were talking about like would it be Noah or would it be Mio because uh, we know the two of them are the main leads together it's like which way would they go and after playing through the game I think it would be Noah of the two but mm-hmm. Sakura could throw us with a curveball again like he did with Byron and Mithra I'm not expecting it though yeah you never expect mm-hmm. curveballs I guess they are they wouldn't be curveballs. But uh, I think it's a good chance. There, there's really only one thing that kind of makes me a little bit iffy on him. Besides the, oh no, another anime sword fight over Fuck off. Uh, the only other thing that uh, is a concern to me is the fact that it just came out. We don't know when the next Smash is. So we could get another Xenoblade. Will there be between... a Xenoblade? Exactly. Yeah. Or an X2. And then that'll take priority. It's what screwed over uh, different Pokemon characters before. We don't have a Gen three mm-hmm. or five or or set or a Gen three or five rep because there was already another generation by the time they had a chance to be in the next game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just coincidentally, like some of the most celebrated Pokemon generations are just not, just don't have a playable character. Yeah. Um, funny how that turned out. There are also ones uh, that but, I think yeah. are harder to pick, like a solid choice besides the starters. That's yeah, that's true. Like Lucario true. is an obvious choice for Gen Four. Zoroark was supposed to be the Lucario for Gen Five, but it just did not sell as well. People didn't latch on mm-hmm. to it. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. At the time of Brawl, Blaziken would have made perfect sense, and then we just have kind of moved past it. Yeah, it, it's no longer. It would be just kind of like why? Yeah. <laughs> if that now Blaziken would just be like, we've already got Captain Falcon and Incineroar and Charizard. Why? Mm-hmm. 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 Exactly. Exactly it. Exactly it. Um, but that's a whole other tan- tangent. We can go on about how Sceptile looks weird, but we'll keep it back for now. It's true, though. Uh, yeah, I think that you know, as I saw you going through the game and talking about it in, in our in our chat and on Discord and whatever, uh, Noah is pretty clearly there. There are two main protagonists, but Noah is clearly the central protagonist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he takes up the the meat of the story uh the character development is what i've grasped from it like maybe it's like a 60 40 split so it's not too uneven by the time the game credits roll. Is fairly, it's probably fair but that 60 is yeah maybe mm-hmm. um and i i mean yeah there, there could always be the curveball right because mio again um she has the, the chakrams and has a arguably perhaps more unique design over because noah at least in the opening moments of the game which i'm still stuck in he plays similarly to shulk you know there, there's some room to move forward as the game progresses you unlock new new arts and skills and weapons and so on i'm sure um the, the beginning so was slow for me combat wise until they started giving me more and more tools 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I will add before we move on from Noah, um, I like the tone of the game. It's it's immediately darker than two, um, and one. Uh, when when I'm like, what is going on on this battle the battlefield? And then little sparkly things start flying in the air. You're like, oh, that's oh, oh, they did. Oh, those those are those are those are spirits that are being transferred into energy for for war. That's Wait, I thought this was the Blade, not Final Fantasy X. <laughs> Seriously, oh my god! But um. Great game, obviously. Xenoblade, Xenoblade. I mean, we can we can pretty firmly say it's always a great game. Um, and I would not be against Noah. Um, I think of the characters that we're dealing with here, in in rate their chances as a whole. I think that he's in the upper edge. You know, the the higher higher echelon. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to decide where in that top percentile he's lingering. But it's up there. It's it's certainly up there because the only what if is if Xenoblade Four comes out first. If if it's, if Smash came out tomorrow or in a year or two, he's getting in. Yeah, yeah. If mm-hmm. Sakurai is working on that project plan right now, which I highly doubt. There's I don't think he's working on Smash at all right now. I think he's working on something besides his YouTube channel, which is going great for him. Is uh, I think he is working yeah. on something, but I don't think it's Smash. But if he was, no, right now. Noah is on his radar. Noah is most likely on the roster. I think. I think it's an incredibly high chance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, that's so what's happening that said. right now. And yeah. since I don't think it's happening right now, I think we still got another what three, four years before we get the next match, probably something like that. Uh, I'm going to give him eighty percent. Mm-hmm. That like I feel confident about him happening regardless. But that twenty, that missing twenty percent is purely because. What if we get another Xenoblade, and then Noah just no longer becomes the new shiny toy? Yeah, yeah. There, there's a precedent for for what I know happens in the story and plotline. Um, there's a coalescence there that that kind of rounds out the other two games as well. Um, it may make him an evergreen choice because Xenoblade Three is such an event plot wise, but um, probably not. If Xenoblade 4 came out, they want to focus on the new hotness. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'll say... I'll, I'll actually say 80% as well. I was wondering if it would be like 70 or 80. I was going to choose one of the two. And I'll just go flush with you. So the pretty much for the purpose of the first rate, their chances being being a even keel tie. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's a good character. Mm-hmm. I, I could easily see happening. He has a fairly... Uh, I don't think it'd take much to come up with the moveset for him. Uh, the basics are mm-hmm. there. The only question would be like try to make him be because some some of his attacks are just Shulk's. <clears throat> like he has a back attack, so it's like okay, how are we gonna make him be yeah. different than Shulk? But I think they can do it. Mm-hmm. First of all, there's no Minato arts. So. They can. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to somebody that's not quite as new as Noah, but still debuted in the last year from Elden Ring: The Tarnished. The player character, uh, it's essentially, granted, I'm not versed on Elden Ring. I know it's a Dark Souls-like game, same developers, I'm pretty sure. Uh, those games are not my style. I'm never going to fucking play them. Mm-hmm. But hey, for those of you that enjoyed that kind of a fight, the people are fucking loving yeah. it. They love Elden Ring. 
but he's yeah. he's another he's a generic avatar like character, kind of like the chosen undead from from Dark Souls. Uh, I'm assuming it's a similar deal. Probably you're you're a dead person and you've been brought back, so like your soul is tarnished. I'm gonna guess what it's about. Yeah. And you find yeah, a giant monster exactly trying to slave a world, and you got a bunch of different weird ass weapons, including like a giant stick that can shoot golden bubbles. That's what I've seen yeah. in the game. That was the impression yeah. I was left with. I don't know too much beyond <laughs> that. This is why he's a research um, chance is not a smasher dash. Yeah, because we'd have to do a lot more research on these characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting case. The tar- yeah, I mean, I I read about the tarnish this morning just to just to catch up before we recorded. Yes, that's exactly right. Context clues from Dark Souls are everything. They are the tarnish. They're they're they've come back to life from an unknown essence deity, bringing them back. Um, their goal, be- besides you know clearing the world of, of fiends and demons and whatnot um, is actually kind of malicious at, from what I've read. Um, they're there to retrieve the Elden Ring, uh, which is the ultimate power, and become the Elden Lord. So, impressively enough, Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings are being copped off of, which is fair, because George R.R. R. Martin is the one that wrote the, the, the plot dresser, or Elden Ring, um, one of one of many, 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 many things he has occupied himself with, and the reality of the Winds of Winter never coming out until he dies. So, with that said, which could sidebar into a whole other thing if we let it, which we won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. There's there's a bunch of weapons that the Tarns can take from. Uh, Crossbows, glaives, axes—more than just the standard sword. Um, you know, uh, large lances, some some crazy shit. Yeah, the bubble thing. Um, assuming you're taking weapons from from bosses, there's that giant dragon's head device that was interesting on one of the bosses. Uh, I've always been interested in playing one of these games. Then I realized that. Uh, to, I mean, I, I am not the gamer that I used to be. Man, when I was a kid. you can't even fun. finish Xenoblade yeah. Three. You would not finish Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah. No fucking yeah. way. It's not. It's it's not for the sake of it being difficult. But yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Is that I would play Elden Ring, lose the first battle that I'm ever in with some generic mook, and then stop. I'm yep. I'm like, Same. why would I come? Why? Yeah. It's why, like, why would, would we put ourselves through that hell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have mm-hmm. enough time to play other to play all the games we want, anyways. Why would we add this to our plate? Like again, yeah, yeah. You, I, you I, like playing? I, those. I think I've said it on the I podcast before. Yeah, have fun to the bros to those of you who are brave enough to play those games. It ain't us, chief. No, I would be it's, in, it's, like it's watching, not. but it's also just a long thing to watch. Yeah. I, I like the idea of it. You know, I like dark fantasy and high fantasy shit. Always have. I mean, it's it, w- it probably wouldn't be a bad watch, but it would be a commitment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, but I, I, you know, I like filling... Sm- I've, I've thought less about series rep- representation over the years, unless it's Zelda, um, and more about, like, uh, where are we taking Smash in terms of representing gaming as a whole, um, pulling in different genres, the Souls-like genre. I mean, it's become its own entity. 
Yeah. I mean, there, every, every difficult game outside of the Souls series the Souls is the Dark games. Souls of, of that game. Yeah. 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 Ex- yeah exactly. It's called the Spyro um, Reignited, so... the Dark Souls of platform. It's like, no, you just can't play video games. <laughs> Spyro's Spyro. not yeah. difficult. Some of the mini games can be mm-hmm. a bit of an ass, but Spyro's not difficult. Yep. Pokemon Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, the Dark Souls of Swimming in the Ocean. Cynthia. (laughs) Or rather, surfing in the ocean. Um, Yeah, it it wouldn't be like the worst thing. I think I'm loosely more interested in in a character like this than, say, a Monster Hunter character. I can't really place why. Um, Probably just the thematics. But... um, I don't, I mean, for this particular thing, I think the Chosen Undead may actually, would have higher chances just for the Iconicity than the Tarnished would. I think that the Chosen Undead is a firm, you know, it's it's an okay possibility when you're you're, you're considering Namco's overall roster and whatnot. Um, The Tarnished, though, it's it's, um, a different case. I mean, I I don't know if Elden Ring is getting a sequel, if they're building upon it, if it's ever hitting Nintendo. I doubt it. There's no fucking Um, way. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately for the Tarnished, I think that that we're we're getting back to the lower end of the spectrum here. Yeah, it's a... We started off high, now we're going down to the low end of things here for Tarnished Boy. Uh, Mm -hmm. I agree with you on your point that if we're going to get a Soulsborne-like character... Chosen Undead just makes way more sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Been around longer, has more iconicity than the, than the Tarnish does. Uh, if you're going to go with one, why why wouldn't you go with the Chosen Undead? You mentioned Monster Hunter, and it's like, you know what? That's a future smash up we should write down for later. Chosen Undead versus Monster Hunter. I think that could be a fun one to talk no. about. Yeah. So uh, let's it make would. a note of that for something. Uh, but as far as my score here for the Tarnished, I'm going low. I'm going 5%. I just don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, yeah, like you said, Smash isn't coming out tomorrow. It's not coming out next year. Um, and that will. And, and the further we go along from Elden Ring's release date, it'll become less likely that the Tarnished is coming unless Namco Bandai really forced it. Yeah. Um, with, a, with a sequel or something. <clears throat> So, uh, but but just taking in that quantity, assuming Elden Ring doesn't get a sequel, it's not going to remain relevant. I uh, yeah, five is five is a good guess. I'll give him a four. Okay, four percent from you. So for this, four and a half percent overall. Because I like halvesies. Very nice. Mm, okay. Well, next up, we mentioned <laughs> uh, we mentioned Pokemon. We mentioned Gen Four with Cynthia. So let's chat mm-hmm. Darkrai. Yeah. Now some people are probably thinking, why the fuck Darkrai? Listen, Darkrai's fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, th- just listen to me. Darkrai's fucking cool. Also, I didn't pick the it's a chance of characters for this episode. Jono did. So, Jono, why are we talking about Darkrai? Uh, the Gen 4 remakes just recently came out ish. Recently ish came out on the Switch, so it's kind of still fits the theme. And uh, Legends Arceus, Dark, right? yeah, it's and Legends, yeah, it's true. It's it's the last Pokemon in the Sinnoh decks, I, I think, if I recall. Arceus, um, Ar- yeah. Oh, it's towards the end. That's right. 
Okay. Dark Rise is the second um, to last or the third from last. I can't remember for sure, but it's it's Dark mm-hmm. Rise, Shaman, and then Arceus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a legendary Pokemon that's that's kind of terrifying. It enters your your dreams and and gives you a world of unending nightmares. So that's fun. Uh, and during the during that Gen Four initial rush, I mean, it's always been kind of a popular Pokemon. It's waned over the years in popularity, but it's still, I think, retained in the upper echelons of, of popular Pokemon. Uh, you know, maybe like what top twenty. Uh, <clears throat> it is. It's a cool design. Looks like looks like a ghost ish or, or like evil whipped cream. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I, I would not be against Darkrai. I mean, it has Dark Void, it has the, the Mega Evolution. It, there's there's everything packed in there that a good, that a good Pokemon rep needs. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the that? fuck up. Mega Evolution? What the fuck Mega yeah. Evolution does Darkrai have? Doesn't it? No! Darkrai has no additional is? forms, unless you want to count in the fucking movie where it has legs for some godforsaken reason. There oh, is God. no such thing as a <laughs> mega Darkrai, sir. That is that is what I saw. Oh, God. You saw the Darkrai legs and you thought that was Can a we give mega it legs? form? No. Yeah. Darkrai does not need legs. That's good. It was a weird move <laughs> in the movie. If Bowser Jr. can fly over the mm-hmm. platforms with his Jr. clone car, so can Darkrai. Oh, yeah, there, there's no issue. I mean, King Boo wouldn't have an issue at this point, so... Exactly! Like, not exactly. Darkrai. Like, yeah. we, um, we easily made a moveset yeah. for him, so come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it's... I think around the time Gen 4 first coming out, Darkrai was really... Really popular choice for Smash. Um, it it was a popular choice for me there. at least. Like if we had to have another legendary in the game, uh, as playable, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, to me it's either Darkrai or Deoxys. Those just make the most sense. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Darkrai is fucking cool yeah. looking at design. Uh, dark typing, I like dark types. Uh, I just mm-hmm. I would love it for me personally. Yeah. Uh, we had its event in uh, Brilliant, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl remake, so we were able to get it then. And it even had its own little whole quest storyline in Legends Arceus, but you had to have saved data from either Sword and Shield or BDSP. I don't remember which one. You had to have one for Shaman and one for Darkrai in order to unlock their quest, which is a bit of a really Pokemon, but mm-hmm. whatever. So, mm-hmm. like, they, have, mm-hmm. they care enough to give them stuff. It's the what, What's difficult is... There's over 900 Pokemon. What the fuck? Yeah. How do we pick yeah. one? How mm. do we rate these guys? Especially considering mm-hmm. Scarlet and Violet are literally about to release. And that nukes anything yeah. else's chances that's not in Gen 9. <laughs> it's not Wiglet, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's a design. <laughs> somebody, somebody made a choice. <laughs> Who? It's weird. It looks like cave worms, and it just is unsettling to me. I know it's supposed to be eels, but it looks like tapeworms. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan of Wiglet. 
Oh my uh, god. Oh my but, god. Like Dark Knight, um, I I love him personally. I made a moveset for Dark Knight several years ago at this point. But I it's hard to drain the chances for a Pokemon. And he's while Gen 4 did just have its resurgence with Arceus and VDSP, Scarlet and Violet are about here, so that kind of that kind of kills that recency for me. Yeah, it does. It it would be really cool to have a, a pure dark Pokemon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and dark. I there was a dialogue a number of years ago where where you know the legacy of Darkrai is could have almost been in Smash if Lucario didn't exist. <laughs> so I mean, I think the next um, movie was Darkrai's movie. Hmm. Yeah, there there was definitely, I mean, support, like, for sure. But, um, unfortunately, it's dissipated a little over the years. Yeah. Uh, and that's just the nature of Pokemon, as you said. It's 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 a relentless machine, and there's hundreds of new Pokemon since. So, what are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, as far as the chances for Dark Rail, I'm... I'm I th- I don't, I can't confidently say it's anywhere over 50. I'm going to have to go a little lower than that. I, he, it has high, it has higher chances than most Pokemon. Uh, it's just that the competition's pretty thick, especially considering, as you said, Scarlet and Violet coming out, obviously then for Pokemon more than anything, besides maybe Fire Emblem, it's a promotional machine to put them in Smash. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... This is a little little difficult, but I think I'll say like thirty. Thirty, okay. So you were saying you didn't mm-hmm. want to go over fifty. I was thinking I don't want to go over twenty. It's like I love me some darker, and you know, mm-hmm. you're at great. You know, it's like okay, yeah, the we're more saying here that saying that yeah, like we're saying it's hard to rate Pokemon because there's over nine hundred of them. But to be real, there's not over nine hundred choices. We're not, they're not all equally in discussion. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of Pokemon that you can just, like, easily wipe them. It's like, you're not having a Smash ever. Magikarp. It's just a real easy one to say is <laughs> never going to be playable in Smash. We say we don't give 0% chances, but Magikarp is a 0% chance of being playable in Smash. Just how that goes. Uh, if you pair it, it down... If you pair it down, you can easily make a top 100 list. Pairing it down further... Then you start to get to win, like, what's really like. I would say it's probably, like, a good 10, 20 Pokemon that I think are all theoretically in contention. Uh, more from more recent generations, probably, because that's just how things tend to go. But, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, Placekin could still happen. Decidueye could still mm-hmm. happen. Uh, fucking Gengar, who we've talked about before. Nidoking. There's a lot that could still happen. Mm-hmm. Toxtricity. But, uh, and eh, maybe, nah, nah, no, 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 right you. there's a possible one for you, uh, but I'm actually mm-hmm. going to go with, mm, I don't... this feels too high, this feels too high, I'm mm-hmm. going to say 15%. I'm going to say 50% okay. chance for me. And for us, that's going to average out to 22 and a half. Okay. 
All right. Um, yeah, maybe when they get their Mega Evolution, they'll be more relevant. We're never getting new Mega Evolutions until the Gen 6 remakes come into play in like 50 years. Oh, yeah, we got like this crystal shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> the only good thing about the crystal shit is that we're getting the line truly Wudo as pseudo Wudo turns into a grass type. <laughs> I. That moment with the trailer was fun. Next up, though, we've got, yeah. uh, I don't know quite how to pronounce this name. Shune? Shuni? Shuni? Yeah. Sean? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sean. Okay. Uh, but Shune <laughs> here, uh, he's from King of Fighters. Yes, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Tang Rings. Uh, he's from King of Fighters. He, well, well, the series pretty much started with Fatal Fury, Terry Bogard, uh, Geese Howard. <laughs> Shune is the protagonist of the more recent games. Uh, he's kind of leading the charge now for things. Mm -hmm. so that's why he's being discussed here. Because uh, we got Terry mm -hmm. representing the old, and maybe we get Shunae representing the new. Uh, yeah. his, his fighting style, I mean, apparently he has telekinetic control of energy fists, which is a thing. Hydrokinesis, pyrokinesis, yeah. that's kind of cool. I'm a fan of that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm not super knowledgeable about King of Fighters. I'd like to increase that knowledge mm -hmm. at some point. But fighting games are kind of hard to just watch a let's play of and then learn the lore. Because that's not how fighting games tend to work. Yeah, you have to go through arcade mode like 400 times. Or that read... No. What you have to do is you have to read the game manual. That's how you got the lore uh, back in the mm -hmm. old days. That's true. That's true. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm all for a telekinetic martial artist. I mean, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> A telekinetic martial uh, artist would yeah. be a pretty fun kind of character to go with. Uh, he debuted in King of Fighters 14, which I think is mm -hmm. two games ago. Yeah, that one released in 2016. Uh, then he was the protagonist mm -hmm. again in, in King of Fighters 15, which just released this year. That's what it was. Yeah. So, yeah, he, so he's been the main yeah. protagonist for two games now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going with with a character from King of Fighters, uh, it's it's the question: is it is it? I'm, and again, Terry. I mean, he has yeah. King of Fighters alts. It's this stage of the King of Fighters Stadium, but I think technically he's a Fatal Fury representative. So uh, you can you can still get into oh hey it's King of Fighters yeah um yeah yeah not like that matters after Ken and, and Ryu and and Sephiroth and Cloud right and whatever um but. Let's see here. And they're they're a connected thing too. Like I think the first Fatal Fury game is called like Fatal Fury King of Fighters, so they're right borderline the same franchise borderline. Yeah, they 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 did um, build off of each other when yeah. King of Fighters was first coming out for quite a while. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a question: is it is it Sune or is it a, a another character from from the earlier days like like kyo or kikucho higashi or athena or yori I, I feel like i feel like the play for them would either be either do like the new kid shun shune or do in or uh terry's villain geese howard or you do one of the characters that's in king of fighters but originates from a different series like athena asamiya or nakaruru i could see them going those routes yeah. as well because there, there you can still represent, you know, they had that side bit of King of Fighters, but they're actually from this other thing, which is technically Terry. Right. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, th I think that um, if we're going King of Fighters main, though, I do think that Shinae's our guy. I mean, it, it's it's what the developer wants. It's what SNK wants in their in their more recent titles. So he, he has a pretty good shot from that uh, Wait, perspective. SNK wants Shinae to be in the game? Oh, uh, no, no. I'm, I'm talking purely from him being a lead character for the last two ah, games. Ah, okay. <laughs> There's also Kyo Kusanagi, who I think was the original protagonist for the older King of uh, Fighters games. <laughs> I think he was the first <laughs> one. So there's, there's several yeah. choices they have if yeah. they want to bring in the King of Fighters character. There is. Um, yeah, I mean, looking at SNK, you're exactly right. It's do they go King of Fighters or do they go Samurai Showdown or any of their other number of fighting games? Or do they go Metal Slug? Um. There, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, SNK is down to play. Do you see the insane uh, soundtrack that they offered to Ultimate? Um, all the cameos in the King of Fire stage, they're not difficult to work with. And if Sakura is the lead um, for the next Smash, I mean, which seems likely, I mean, come on, he says he's going to retire every game. Uh, yeah, so, um, and we're still entertaining a bunch of new third parties. Another SNK character stands a pretty good chance because he loves the company in those games. Yeah. Um, uh, Smash only exists because of Terry Bogard. Mm -hmm. That said, and it, because yeah. of Terry Bogard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What a shame that'll be if he's cut like he was in the Thanos game. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It's And like the structure of the next Smash's roster, Shanae's place on it is also a mystery to me. Because, and, and it's kind of twofold because there's so many options to choose from in the series. Uh, and I wonder the relevancy or the urgency of bringing King of Fighters in as a whole as well. Yeah. I don't think there's so an that, urgency at all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, of the characters, I think, after discussing them, I think he probably has the best chances of King of Fighters specifically <laughs> that's what i'll give them i'm glad we chose them um percentages though it's difficult to nail down um i'm thinking generously would be around what you offered dark right last round is kind of what i'm leaning towards yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so okay I'll, I'll lock in my my number i guess i'll, I'll give them a I'll say 15 because, because yeah, it's it's not impossible, but like Darkrai, as you measured, there's just so many other choices and possibilities, not even dis not even regarding fighting games from other IPs from other mm -hmm. from other companies. So it gets murky. Yeah, uh, the big problem is there again. Like there's it's kind of the same deal with Darkrai in a way that well, he is the main lead, so he's going to be the main lead going to be in the eye a little bit more publicly than dark right will remain but there's so there's still several different choices that they could add in and then there's also the question are we going to get another king of fighters rep whether it's from mm -hmm. king of fighters specifically or one of the different franchises that feeds into king of fighters and i honestly i think the chances of that just in general are low uh mm -hmm. we've already got terry uh, not to say that we couldn't get another character, but I think we're more likely to see characters from other franchises. So far, we've only gotten multiple characters from the same franchise 
when it's either been an Echo Fighter or the oddity that is Sephiroth. And I think something happened with mm-hmm. Sephiroth. I, I, I feel like that was part of Square's negotiation for Cloud, honestly. I think that's what happened with Sephiroth. Yeah. So I, so that one's kind of like an outlier to me. But um, like we could get unique fighters, but I feel like we're more likely to see them from other series that are new. And mm-hmm. even if we are going to get something from the same series, I don't think it's King Fighters. I think it's more likely to be something like a Sonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm gonna I, say I agree. I'm gonna say seven percent for him. Okay. I don't think it's high. Uh, the average is out to about twelve and a half percent, I believe. So. Okay. Oh no, so, I'm sorry. Did I say? Yeah, no, seven. Okay, so that's not twelve. So I actually wrote down something else originally, and I changed my mind. So to recalculate that, yay. Eleven percent. Eleven percent chance. Perfect. I you think that's cool. Is that your 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 pet is in frame, and so is mine. Nope, we're not going there. <laughs> All right, our last rate there chances character. Uh, he's been around for some time, but he's got a new game in the past year where he gets a uh, glammed up. Freddy mm-hmm. Fazbear of Five Nights at Freddy's Fame. <laughs> A series that I have never played, and I do not have any desire to play. Again, not saying that they're bad games, just not my thing. I did watch uh, Mutual Friend Curbwalker play through the newest game uh, when when he got it, and wow, wow, a lot of stuff. Now that one is a lot more of a escape this horror place game than apparently what most of the series is. But uh, he is an animatronic that when he catches you, he tries to fit you in his body and you die. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's the glam rock Freddy Fazbear. I, yeah. I, I forgot all about this. He's actually not that a bad is... guy in that game. He's actually a good guy in that game. Uh, okay. He will protectively carry you inside of his body for some parts of the game. Interesting. Meanwhile, his friends, a, uh, you do have to fight. Okay. And okay. What an interesting twist. Yeah. Um, gosh. Yeah. I mean, when this game came out, it was it was wildfire. It was it was crazy. Yeah. Everybody was into it. Uh, you know, it, it was like the Among Us sensation, the Fall Guy sensation, the Fortnite sensation. In between those games, it falls somewhere like in between all of them. In terms of staying power Wait, and popularity. When they were announcing Five Nights at Freddy's 3, my first reaction was like, there's a 2? How? <laughs> right. How right. does this concept have multiple games? I don't, I, I still don't understand it. I'm not lucky, but I just don't understand how this came mm-hmm. out. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is a yeah. creepy character. <laughs> Let's be honest here. <laughs> uh, I don't really know what they would do with him in Smash. Like, I have no idea where the fuck they would pull material from but mm-hmm. it's possible i guess uh, yeah like a, a cursory search like movesets definitely exist online for freddy and smash of course like there's of course people and they're detailed like people are in, are passionate about this and i'm just like eh, okay um <laughs> it's a thing it's a thing um so, so it's there. I, I agree. I mean, the jump scare would be a, an effortless final smash. But beyond that, I don't know. Beyond that, I don't know. He can hug you. That'd be pretty terrifying. He can bite. Uh, 
He can throw his microphone. Yeah, yeah. He can sing a fantastic rock song, 80s style, apparently. Uh, uh, I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm remiss to say that I don't really know the character well enough to, to pull from any obscure thing to know what the moveset would be, other than you're going to be leaning into just how, like, horrifying he even just looks. I'm trying <laughs> like, to figure out what would be God. more cursed, Freddy being playable or having a disproportionate Freddy as a me costume? Which would be more cursed? <laughs> Good question. I mean, the me costume would fit the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's too. <laughs> yeah, but, but where I was coming out with like why that would be cursed, just like now the bodily proportions are going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Like for some characters, mm-hmm. like the Sans me costume is pretty pretty damn perfect. Like there's there's no real fault mm-hmm. with that. A Freddy one, which just the like the arms and legs would just be be so offsetting mm. yeah yeah it, it would it would um a, yeah a cult a cult classic indie character um he's not in the upper echelons along with shante and, and shovel knight but i mean he's not a, a gato robato either you know or or like a to the moon protagonist or something he, he has he has his legs um he has a chance he actually he doesn't yes, and yeah i don't think it's very high i, I don't t- think so either. Don't. um and again it's it's one of those head scratchers because it's such an unknown quantity it's like if it happens it happens and it's not really from anything it, that we're it's gonna one be of those things where like if he gets in it's because sakurai was feeling frisky that day Mm-hmm. absolutely uh and it can happen but um in the meantime, our boy, the best thing that he can get from me is a 10% chance. I think that's fair. Uh, initially, mm-hmm. I was thinking potentially as high as a 20, just because, you know, sometimes, again, Sakurai gets frisky. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Frisk Undertale? Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> but Toby Fox composed. The, the, and the, he's and the two of them played Smash together. I know, I know. <laughs> Toby is more than likely going to do some Smash remixes for the next game. I think it's a, yeah. has a very strong chance of happening. He's worked on the last two yeah. generations of Pokemon now, but yeah. uh, we're talking about Freddy here, not Sans. And as for Freddy, <laughs> twenty is too high. Uh, I think five is too low. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twelve. I'm gonna go twelve percent okay. for Freddy, which means he's also gonna get eleven percent, like Shanae did. But hey, you know, nice. There's there can Wonderful, be ties. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think we have an early lead for our uh, uh, our highest ranking uh, uh, Razor Chances character this season already, uh, Noah. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what comes up the rest of the season. Razor Chances. We we've uh, we tossed out some ideas of characters we might want to discuss. There's gonna be some uh, some serious choices and some not, some not. I I will say that if the choices we preemptively made for this stick through, there's a few that I would say stand a chance of potentially surmounting. Noah, we'll get there when we get there. We'll get there when we get there. For now, it's time to actually what this episode is named after: Smash or Dash. 
If you are new to the show and you're not familiar with this concept, we are going to be discussing two pairs of two characters each and discussing their merits, what they could bring to Smash, what they could possibly do, what we think about them. Not necessarily their chances, but more just like what we think of them if they got in and what we would like about them. And then we decide, okay, if we could only pick one of these, or in some cases, if we had to pick one of these, which one would we add into Smash? It's not mm -hmm. about what's likely, it's about what we would rather see. Continuing with how we've done it with the last five characters, or their chances, where they're all characters that have been featured in games that were from the last year, we're the same thing with our Smash Shez offerings here. So we're going to start off with Shez from Fire yeah, Emblem yeah. Warriors Three Hopes and Naho Bino of Shin Megami Tensei Five. <coughs> Jono, mm -hmm. would you like to go ahead and start us off about Naho Bino? Yeah, absolutely. Demi fiend for the new generation. Uh, <laughs> now, Bino is from Shin Megami Tensei Five, exclusive currently, at least to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, again, it's it's kind of the Persona slash Shin Megami Tensei story um, that's kind of generally rehashed. There's a post-apocalyptic Tokyo. Uh, you explore it. Um, you, you suffer. You're an amnesiac for, for a portion of the game who is who is helped along by the, the fiend, Algami. So you fuse together, you become the Nalbino, and you and you go around fighting angels and demons alike trying to, trying to restore the world from this hellscape purgatory that has been made of it. Uh, there's a number of different attack again like very very smt persona-esque there's a there's a gauge called the magatsuhi gauge uh which allows you to once you unlock it just kind of commit to stronger kind of uh supernaturally powered melee attacks um they have a number of different elemental magic including water magic and ice magic lightning magic uh fire uh some of what i mean it's pretty cool and then and then again you lean more into like the physical and kind of spectral uh, powered moves um, with with their sword. Uh, so so I yeah, interesting design. I think um, I don't think SMT is like totally out of the scope of reality to happen. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Yeah, if you if you know the Persona series, Shimagami Tensei is where Persona came from. SMT yeah. was the original, and Persona was the spinoff. So there's some similarities mm -hmm. between them. The demons in Shimigami Tensei are the personas in Persona. Uh, the elements are roughly the same. Uh, mm -hmm. Sometimes wind is force. There's electric. There's ice. There's fire. Yeah. Uh, sometimes there's nuclear. Sometimes there's gun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, not really my, a gun. In my favorite style. element, gun. <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, now we have Shez, where some people may be saying like, oh, more Fire Emblem. Why? I hear you. I hear you. What I will say about Shez, though, is that unlike Byleth, who, you know, nice, nice voice, nice voice actor, uh, Shez has personality. Shez has a <laughs> character. Shez is a character. Byleth is not well you do get to pick uh shez's uh, gender in the game being a female or male version of them they really don't feel like an avatar that much at least to me because they actually you know they're making their own decisions yeah i get to have some dialogue options whatever but they never matter 
Uh, I actually felt like I was playing something with the history when I played the game. Mm-hmm. They wield two swords at once, which would be different from the entire Smash because nobody does that, which is honestly surprising. Uh, and they have their own little voice in their head, much like how Byleth has Sothis, Shez has Arvel. And well, the game starts out with Shez getting their ass handed to them by the Ashen Demon Byleth. Uh, Shez ends up getting recruited in meeting... They, they end up being the person that saves Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude at the beginning of the game instead of Byleth. We got a whole new timeline going on here. Or three new timelines. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. there's more similar in these timelines than the timelines in Three Houses, but can we just fucking have a golden route? Please, can we have just like a singular? Please, dear God, Fire Emblem Engage do not have multiple routes. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of mm-hmm. it. Give me, mm-hmm. give me a canon story, please, dear God. Mm-hmm. I'm begging you here. But uh, Shez himself, you know, they're a good character. I. Uh, if it's supposed to be a smash dash between Shez and Byleth, and it would be an easy vote for Sh- for Shez because Shez is way more interesting as a character, infinitely mm-hmm. more interesting. And you know, oh, but Byleth can use axes and lances. So can Shez. Shez is yeah. Shez's uh, main class is the flugel, which is a word where they use two swords, but that doesn't mean they can't use other weaponry either. So I don't really think that's an issue. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the Flugel and, and the Yasuda um, class are both uh, pretty pretty neat um, OP choices for a character. OP in, in, as hell! Most... Yeah! <laughs> Jesus! You tear up the fucking ground! Yeah, I mean, literally. <laughs> it's insane! Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and just, just having... I mean, it's coming from, you know, it's a, it's a Warriors OC. It, it's coming from this, like, nebulous spot. I don't know who owns the rights to says if it's a dual ownership between him and, or them, and not that this is right their chances, and it matters. I'm just expressing I'm curious. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if we're going that way, he's they're infinitely more interesting than the prince and princess from the original Fire Emblem Warriors. I mean, give me a fucking break. I mean, hey, uh, the two Shezes have been at Fire Emblem Heroes while the Prince and Princess from the original Warriors have not. Excellent. They they have good taste over there. Um, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. Um <laughs> Yeah, some of the, some of those wedding and, and beach alts though. Uh Sorry so... Christmas alt. Why? <laughs> Isn't she a reindeer? I think I'm trying yeah, to remember. It's, uh, she's got antlers and not much else. And she's also considered an armored unit. Um. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I, I see that now. Yep. Good, all that armor. I'm, I'm, all that goodbye. classic video game female player armor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, thank you, Nintendo. Uh... <laughs> Thanks, Game Freak. Flames, flame, flames, I would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it would be cool to have a, a dual-wielding sword character. There, Shez is pretty, um, pretty quick, pretty hard-hitting. There's, there's a number of combo-centric uh, moves you can pull from. It's an interesting twist on the Fire Emblem Swordsman that we haven't actually explored yet, because the issue isn't even. Again, we've we've beaten this like a dead horse. 
Um, but the issue with Fire Emblem isn't the character number. It's not that there's even too many swordsmen. It's that every swordsman that's playable, there's four out of them that have the, the same. same play style. Yeah. Stop it. And put like, Shazza there's, in there's the There's some subtle yeah. similarities. Like, Roy and Crom, and then Martin Lucina, like, they're a little bit different, but they're pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. 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 Cut that four at least down to two and then we can talk, right? Yeah. Um yeah. And and, and it can't be Mark and Lucina and it can't be Roy and Chrome. Yeah, exactly. 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 Sorry, Awakening. <laughs> they still got Robin. Yeah, Robin. Yeah, easily the best choice. And then I'm we'll also add in Aversa and Gangrel and uh Priam. <laughs> God. Yeah, I'm so glad that Ike has such a reliable descendant. Um, <laughs> God. All, all that said, I mean, uh, the, the struggle here is that, like many other games, I own SMT5. I have not played it past the title screen. That's kind of on me. I, I, I wanted I, to play it, but there are so many other games coming out, so I just kind yeah, of shoved yeah, it off the yeah. side to do other things. I gotcha. Um, yeah, now I have not one but two RPGs I need to play through this year. Fuck. Uh, like, meaty ones. So, but so what I'm going off of mostly is just what I read today on the wiki and also kind of just empirical knowledge that we have from playing other SMT games, other Persona games. Um, Joker doesn't lean into a lot of the typical elemental magic from, from SMT or Persona so there's Joker, despite being a wild card character that can spin different personas, he only sticks to our sin and smash, which I think is fair, honestly. Not every character needs to mm-hmm. have these crazy stance changing, moveset swapping gimmicks. Oh, they did don't. you say stance change? I did. <laughs> oh my god. Joker Joker just has, you know, the gun, which I think actually it should be there. Gun should actually be a part of his movesets. Uh the grappling hook. Which technically he didn't have yet. The grappling hook mm-hmm. didn't appear until they did Persona 5 Royal. So that was interesting to me. Uh, then he has Aiha mm-hmm. uh, and Aiga on for the cursed element attacks, which is what uh, Arsene uses. And then he has the the counter technique. Naho mm-hmm. Bino, uh, I'm assuming that looking on his wiki page here for uh, Aogami, the essences are probably like different. Um, Magatama's videos are like he can probably swap through these different movesets or something. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. or maybe he just learns them. I, if it, if it's if it's like how it works in Shimigami State Three, which I played part of, uh, in that game you can swap between different Magatamas, and as you level them up, you gain skills from them, and then you can swap mm-hmm. whatever you want to learn from. I, I'm assuming it might be something like that. I don't know, but actually I'm not entirely sure because it looks like the leveling is uh, linear. So like all the all the skills from type nine are at a high level, and all skills at type eight. So I don't know. Maybe it's just like it mm-hmm. upgrades or something. And you just learn new things as you get them. I don't really know. But um, right. you know, he's got he's got physical attacks. He's got buffs and debuffs, heals. Uh, wow, he gets an almighty attack that early. Holy shit! Almighty is like <laughs> not elemental damage. Uh, he mm-hmm. he has a he gets an electric move early on. Ooh, and a very strong one. Trying to see what elements uh, he particularly has. He gets light early on. I'm not sure if he has like a specific element. Maybe unless it's like there maybe can be like an almighty character, which is an interesting choice. 
Uh, mm -hmm. He's got a dark attack that can inflict poison. He can do sleep. He has, uh, oh, there's an ice attack late fucking on. Mm -hmm. um, that's it, elemental-wise. He doesn't look like he has a fire attack or a force attack that I could... Unless I missed something. Which, this again, is assuming that what I'm looking at are his actual moves, because I don't know. I haven't had a chance to play the game yet. But mm -hmm. I, I would guess they'd probably go with... Um, he'd probably get, like, an almighty thing. It's maybe, like, his final smash or something. I don't really know. But they, they have... He can definitely be made different than Joker. And something else that I'm I'm guessing happens in Shimming uh, Gun 5, because it does in 3, is that you can add demons to your team. So he could mm -hmm. be a summoner-type character. He could bring out Jack Frost to do an attack. He could have um, a fucking pixie to do an attack. Variety of things. Mm -hmm. Joker could have done that too, but they kept him more contained. Um, mm -hmm. Hard to really say what they would do with Nahob, I know. Shez... Mm -hmm. I think they just have Shez be a flugel. I think that just makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so he'd just have his two swords, and then he would have a variety of combat arts that they could choose from that either he learns as a uh, as a flugel or as his other upgraded class, or that they just feel like giving him because, well, they just yeah. do that. Mm -hmm. so there's, there's a variety of things that he could get as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just a number of of different, again, like combat heavy. Um, I mean, combo heavy. Yeah, combat arts essentially. Um, and again, Blast strike, I mean, uh, shadow blade, fire sweep, wind sweep. Those mm -hmm. are just the sword ones he gets. He gets ones for other weapons too, depending on whatever he is or he's currently learning. Yeah, I was gonna say. So flugel class. Are are we saying that he, for the scope of this discussion, we're saying he's a flugel and just has the two swords? I okay, think so. Yeah. yeah. And I maybe think like that's... Final Smash might be a class change into Asura, but that would mm -hmm. be it, I think, personally. Yeah. But hey, I Asura gets Dark Spikes T, so. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Goodbye, Death Knight. <laughs> what is. Flugel actually gets Windsweep for one of the combat classes that it learns when you master the class, so I think that one has a mm -hmm. good chance to be uh, a special move. Could be I an think easy so special. I th yeah, ab absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's 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 a hard one, this this matchup. Uh, a worthy first matchup for, for the Season 4. Uh, on one hand, I think, you know, we both know Shes better uh, so we might be inclined to say Chez. Um, and there's a lot going for the character as well, um, as we've covered. And now, you know, as well, um, a character we don't know nearly as well because we haven't played the game. Um, I've booted it up, though. I've gotten that far. Uh, <laughs> very catchy. Yeah, that's about that, as far as you got in Xenoblade 3, right? No. I got five hours into Xenoblade 3. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Did you? I did. Yeah, is it I because did. the cutscenes are five hours? Yeah. yeah. I like the one when they were all naked. That's a good scene. That, <laughs> it happens. It's true. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um but and they're both character again, they're both characters from from similar vibes and, and yeah. areas of, of gaming. They're both uh, RPG characters. 
which mm-hmm. is why they're matched up together. Yeah, and and there's a bunch of um, there's a ton of different shit they can do. Um, I'm very interested in in Shez for for being a unique Fire Emblem representative, essentially. And I'm very interested in Abino as well, being a potential summoning character and bringing up all these iconic demons from Shin Megami Tensei, um, as well as just a bevy of different magic skills. Uh, they they sound pretty pretty stacked in terms of of their power as well. Yeah. Um, so, <sighs> what are your thoughts going into it? Uh, we got two sword fighters here. One fights with two mm-hmm. swords. One fights with one sword. Uh, but they also have, like, Shez is, he's got a little bit of elemental, but it's more just, again, you know, like, different sword techniques. They could go with some other weapons thrown in there, but I think they'd primarily go Flugel if I was to just speculate on assuming what they would likely do. Uh, Nahubino, I don't think they would go with a summoner character with him, just my own guessing here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think there's a reason we haven't really seen summoner character in matches, like, that's more assets. That's that's more mm-hmm. that's more models to be loaded in when you're doing a match. Uh, yeah. Some characters will like bring in something like you might see Morgana pop up for a taunt or Zelda bringing in the the Phantom armor as an attack. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason why we don't have a, a true summoner. I feel. Yeah. Uh, but I think Nahobino could still work. Just they got the different kind of decks. I can't really describe too well what some of these decks truly would be because I haven't seen their animations. So it's kind of hard to build off of with that like. I could say, oh yeah, give Shez the move Aramasa. It's an uh, an eight hit weak physical attack move, but I don't know what that looks right. like. So, is that mm-hmm. a standard special? Could that be like a, a a dancing blade? No idea. Give give him Ruinous Thunder, a heavy electric attack. What does Ruinous Thunder look like? I don't fucking know. Oh look, I clicked on it. and There's an animation. <laughs> hmm. I like it. I nice. like it. It looks cool. Apparently, it's one of Nahabino's signature skills. Ooh, that's a link. I'm going to click on unique skills. What can this tell me? This might give me good information. One of his... Okay. So, these are the skills that apparently are uh, unique to uh, Nahabino. Aramasa. Oh. Uh, granted, these are not mm-hmm. giving me descriptions. But it's mostly physical... St- well, I say mostly... There's five physical moves, Armasa, Wrath, Tempest, Javelin Rain, Deadly Fury, and Gaia Rage. Then we got some Elementals, Thalassic Calamity for Ice, Ruinous Thunder for Electric, and Profaned Land for Dark. Um, so mm-hmm. some Almighty Damage, Sakanagi, Murakumo, Divine Arrowfall. Just from the name alone, that sounds final smashable to me. Uh, Chaotic Will, which deals out an ailment, Kanabi Veil, which is a support move. Then two heals with Miracle Water and Revival Chant. So I feel like there's there's probably some good bases in that to give Naho Bena for their attacks. Mm-hmm. Which one's the best? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe someday I'll play the game and I'll make a move set for the dude. We'll see. Yeah, there's a lot of games yeah. to play, a lot of moves sets to make. You know, mm-hmm. but I th- I think there's absolutely stuff that can be worked on for them. Uh, I, I feel like they'd be more interesting than Shez. Well, I like Shez's character move set wise in Smash. I think Naho Benno brings more fun. I I concur there. I, I still don't know where this matchup's going to go, but I concur there. Um, there's more to do than just swinging the swords around, even though there's two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Shez is a, a great character and a great asset to the the Three Houses um, world. Yeah. Um, the, the ways that they refined the story, especially early on in Three Hopes, made me kind of wish. I mean, they didn't go the golden route there like we initially thought and hoped and prayed and wished and dreamed yeah. and was deeply disappointed by yet again. Um but uh, but what was there is still, I mean, it's still solid. And they 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 really brought the the some QOL updates to to the initial story. Um, oh, what I was gonna say, I wish Shez were the protagonist of Three Houses. Yeah, <laughs> Three Houses would have uh -huh. been a lot more. Like I I didn't. It's I'm not saying I didn't have fun playing Three Houses, but Shez Shez would have been a better character in, or Three Houses than Violet. They could have really gone the professor route with Shez because I don't think that really would have worked. Uh, there's a no. there's a reason why Byleth got the professorship and Shez didn't. One, Byleth mm -hmm. has the rep reputation of Ash and Demon. Two, nepotism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Byleth got the job because Rhea wanted because Rhea knew who Byleth was and wanted to keep an eye on him. Rhea didn't give a shit about Shez, not nearly as much, yep. at least. Yep. Yeah. I think Rhea may have sensed that there was something in him, so she wanted to keep an eye on him, but she didn't want to make him a professor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also confirmed the theories That's... that Yuri so was supposed to be the third professor before Byla showed up and took his job. No wonder he went the way that he did in Three Houses. I mean, he was always... What? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Or rather, sense. as you would say. Yes. <laughs> that's about how he sounds. No, so. that, that's that was accurate. Yeah, that works. <laughs> so I have my lean. I think I know where I would go between these two. What about you? I do too. I do too. No, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the one. Yep, that's the one. I. Color, color me surprised. I didn't expect that going in, but uh, yeah, I think it's. And I, th I was, I started getting this creeping feeling too. I can't just give it to Shaz because I like the guy, um, especially when we get to the tournament of champions and get heckled by our guests. It's like you put Shaz in. <laughs> you just know what would happen if they uh, even yeah, know who Shaz is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, for for me. There were two big things that went to my decision. One, Nahabino has more unique assets at their disposal than Shez does mm -hmm. to make for a more unique uh, moveset. And two, it's another Fire Emblem sword fighter. Yes, Shez would be more unique than uh, Marth, Roy, and whatnot, but I don't think we need Shez. They, there's nothing his style would bring to set him apart enough, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our next magic thing. If you, while our first one was two serious uh, RPG protagonist sword wielders, this next duo is not. Not. <laughs> we. Jeez, I can't mm -hmm. even pick these two, but it's a. Yeah. Uh, it's Ryan Dog versus Rabid Mario. <laughs> Wahoo! Um, remember towards the top of the episode when you reminded people that uh, 
some of these characters are, are sums that we that some of these matchups would just be going, oh, yeah, I guess if we had to, we would pick this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, here That's we are. Happy holidays. Uh, Sometimes that makes so a fun we... discussion, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like who would how you rather you? have in? The Burger King or Ronald McDonald? That was a good time. Or when Tony Hawk got third place in the Tournament of Champions 3. Yeah, three episodes <laughs> ago. Oh, my God. You're so lucky that somehow, in the end, Ebit was a voice of reason and did not put him through. Because I definitely, I'd be like, Tony Hawk, and then he would win. <laughs> There's another world where that happened. Tony Hawk or Amaterasu. <laughs> Tony Hawk or oh, uh, Amaterasu. <laughs> you sure? Because me and Jake just put a Tony Hawk. Now you just fucked yourself over. Yeah, that's true. Amaterasu on a skateboard would be a compromise that I would take. Well, Spyro canonically rides a skateboard, so checkmate, bitch. True. What about Tony Hawk? But then his alts are other guys that look like Tony Hawk. What about Rabid Mario? Rabid Mario is a character from the Rabbids and Mario crossover if the design and the name did not spell that out. Um, and if it didn't, I, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yep, I will, I will give, um, you know, Rab Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle and, the you know, the benefit here. It's a great game. We never thought we'd say that about a Rabbids game, let alone a Rabbids crossover. Um, but, you know, maybe it's because of more annoying mascots that have frankly ripped off Rabbids and are now collaborating with Nintendo on a movie um, have come out. But uh, I, I don't have the same hatred towards Rabbids I used to, at least after this game came out. And I'm looking forward to Sparse of Hope. Um, they're, they're still best taken in little quantities. I, I it's it's still trash humor, but I mean it's in a, it's in a good strategy game foil and it, and it has Mario characters so it's tolerable. Uh, so yeah, I mean we were talking about cult indie titles earlier. Ubisoft right now there's like we have a cult indie title that we love. It's called Rayman. Anyway, <laughs> man, poor Rayman. Um, he finally comes back again, and it as says DLC. DLC and a Rabbids and Mario crossover. It's like, man, this poor yeah. guy. This yeah. poor guy. DLC, not even main game. They they put in a yeah. freaking anime protagonist sword fighting rabbit in the game as a playable An character. An edgelord anime sword fighting playable rabbit. Yep. yep. And <laughs> so there we are. Um, but Rabbit Mario, I mean, he's a pretty even keel guy, right? He's he's a stupid, funny rabbit thing. Um, Why did we pick that primary... character to talk about? Why uh, are we talking about Rabbit Mario instead of who the fuck that other guy was? Damn I it! I don't know. I don't. I don't know. know. We we picked what we um, picked. We did. Uh, Rabbit Mario is primarily, if I if I'm recalling here, it's a brawler. He he wears fisticuffs. That are like Mario themed, and he beats the living shit out of his enemies while going blah. Yeah, in and... the in the first game, he has a gun, which you know all the characters have like a little blaster gun that they can use. Uh, mm -hmm. But now he's got like some gauntlets they can do, and he like punch the ground, do some shit like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They gave everybody in unique words... weapons for the sequel, which I think is a smart choice. 
Yeah. And in other words, Donkey Kong isn't coming back. <laughs> For now. For now. For now. Who knows? Rabbit Cranky Kong, though. <laughs> yeah. Featuring very <laughs> profoundly in the Smashtopia <laughs> moveset for Cranky Kong. Yeah. You know, I'm guy. so proud of that bullshit. So That's... proud. You're high as fuck. It's, it's like you were me for an episode. That's what that was. Hey, you know what? Sometimes it's me that has the crazy bullshit. Yep. Like when you birthed but, me. See, when you throw me off, it's kind of expected. When I throw you off, it's like, what? It's like, yeah, that's my bitch. <laughs> you gotta save me now. This. Anywho. Uh, so we got Rabid Mario, uh, not Edge. Edge is the uh, the Edge Lord, <laughs> Rabbit. Of course man. it is. Why do you exist? Why? Cloud Walk. No. Run. Mm, I mean, I think it's more like Riku because his sword looks like Riku's Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts Three. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Rabbit Mario's opponent. Is Rhinedog the so far only original character in Multiverses, which is a Smash like game created by, uh, well, not created by WB, but it's it's funded Published by, by WB. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, do you think I would know the name of the company who is making the game? But guess who doesn't? Uh, oh, it's Player <laughs> First Games. There you go. There you go. Uh, I've played a little bit of the game. Uh, I haven't really played it since it quote-unquote launched, but I played the open, the or not open, the closed alpha test, which was, you know, it's fun. I, there's, it definitely feels different of a game, but it's enjoyable. Uh, they have a big old focus on 2v2 fighting, and most, if not every character, has something to do with their moveset of interacting with their partner. So that's kind of cool. Uh, well, every other character so far has been either something from, like, DC Comics or, uh, TV shows like Rick and Morty, movies like Gremlins or the Looney Tunes cartoons. Ryan Dog is so far the only character that is not from anything like that. It's just, they only exist in this game. There's some speculation that they may be connected to, uh, the never-ending story. But as of mm -hmm. now, that is not confirmed. So we don't know. Uh, maybe that'll come out at some point later on. We don't know. So Dog could be in a gray area where they're both a video game character, but they're from uh, something that's not video game. And so that's kind of a gray area for them. But for now, Dog's a video game character. Uh, their moveset, they have less moves than Smash, but it's very much a Smash central game. You got your four special moves, and you got some normals. But they tend to be different whether you're in the air or on the ground. Uh, a big one that's kind of unique for Ryan Dog, really his main one, really. It's called Love Leash. He sends out a, mm. uh, a tether with a heart at the end of it. And enemies that touch the tether take damage. And if you are able to put the tether on your ally, then you can press the button again and pull that ally towards you. So they could go jump off the platform and then... Uh, to go hit an opponent and try to kill them, and then you could bring them back to safety, which is a pretty cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. I feel like if Ryan Dog yeah. were to be in Smash, that would have to. I'm assuming like the special moves are probably like directly translated over, as much as they can be. It'd be like the normals and everything that would be different. Mm -hmm. 
I agree. I agree. Yeah, multiverse has really um, exceeded expectations for, I think, both of us. Um, it's obviously, it's not Smash, but for a free-to-play game, I mean, I'll give you this much. It's better than Nickelodeon All-Stars Battle thing. They've also been um, releasing new characters roughly every two weeks, so... Mm-hmm. Which apparently isn't a universal opinion. Like, there's there's some people that, that claim that the meta and the, the online infrastructure is better in, in the Nick game, but when we played it, I could tell you that wasn't our experience. Well, like, we were also having yeah. connection major yeah, we fucking were. issues we wanted to do an episode about the game but just because we could not play the game together we decided mm -hmm. to scrap it to a later point at some point we'll revisit the idea yeah. hopefully when yeah. we're able to have a real match um mm -hmm. but i think that might be doable now i mean if it were if it were an issue on my end with my connectivity um you know i recently upticked to a much higher fidelity connection because they're they're finally servicing real internet out here so mm. yeah may, maybe it'll work out um yeah I, I the jury's still out i i think um still from like a moveset perspective and and what they're doing with with the the lore and the stages it's more interesting in my opinion uh i do like some of the nick characters but that's a whole other tangent like yeah. not but i will say nigel thornberry pecking at the air with his bird nose um Hey, it's better than powdered toast man uh <laughs> it's true yeah so um yeah rain dog i mean they they come from xanfir right and they they were kind of implying that that was something that the uh villain and never ending story like destroyed that world i don't know I, I i googled xanfir earlier today and mm -hmm. uh it doesn't mention anything about never ending story all we know is that the world of xanfir was one of the first to fall victim to the nothing uh, and while there is a the nothing and never ending story, this nothing we're specifically referring to is what is um, in multiverses. It's what okay. pe people think it might be the same nothing as as never ending story, and that's like why the blast zones for the stages are all just like this black void, which would make sense to me. But as Wouldn't far as I'm surprising. aware, it is yeah. not currently uh, confirmed. Right. I would bet that that that's what it is, and we'll learn that for real one day. But until until then, the jury's out for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, there, it's an interesting prospect. I mean, we we were kind of like, why is there an OC in this game? Yeah, when when it was was real, um, and it still feels a little bit that way. But I, but I've come to enjoy playing as the character. Um, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. I mean, so long as we're we're giving it to the one, and there's potential for lore there, it's like okay, yeah. I mean, you got that, or you got LeBron James. <laughs> but I got to say, unfortunately, I play pretty well as LeBron. Um, if only they tapped into Shock Fu. So, um, yeah, Rabbit Mario. It's Mario, but a rabbit. You've got guns. You've got uh, gauntlets. You've got just rabid troll bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Rain Dog, you're transferring a character from Multiverses, which is already a platform fighter, into Smash. The moveset kind of writes itself. It's just in a game with much higher funding, and therefore, in this instance, where Sakurai is leading the development team and actually knows what the fell he's doing, it's offering Rain Dog a chance to be a better character. Imagine we get Rain Dog and so. Smash in Mario and Multiverses. <laughs> like that's the trade-off 
I mean, that'll be the day, but I mean, we did get Samus in Fortnite. No, we didn't. Oh, that's right. That was that was yeah. They, that. they wanted to get Samus in Fortnite, and probably some mm-hmm. other games that I'm not thinking of at the moment. But Nintendo, mm-hmm. in a very Nintendo move, said only if the costumes are not only only purchasable on the Switch version, but they can also only be seen on the Switch version. So that kind of ruins the idea of, like, I understand yeah. the purchasing part, but not being able to see the costumes or anything about Switch. I don't think Switch is their big player base. It's it's cross no. platform. I don't think a large portion of their player base is on the Switch. Yeah. Like yeah. they're not going to get that. Th- that's not that's not how you do these kinds of things. Nintendo, come on now, seriously. Hmm. No. But, They've uh, done. Yeah. Next yeah. thing you know, you're going to tell them you want to play a Nuzlocke. So um, what? That that was overblown. That was misinformation. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever made the statement that they couldn't do Nuzlocke's didn't know what they were being asked, is what it comes down to. Nuzlocke's are fine, hacking is not. That's all we need to say. Uh, the less, On the official basis. The, the, less <laughs> that, the less that falsity gets thrown out there, the better. Anyways, mm-hmm. Rabbit Mario, uh, the exact tools he has here, like his, his gun is called the Boom Shot. Uh, he has a boom dash that lets him create that lets him dash forward and create a shockwave when he rams into somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can create a barrier around himself to reduce damage he takes from movement-based attacks. He's got magnet dance, which forces enemies within its range to move towards him. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Through some of his different equipments, he can cause burn. He can push. He can bounce. Uh, and then his new weapon is his gauntlet weapons are called the Dukes. So it's two steel gauntlets that can produce shockwaves that can hit enemies behind cover. And he has, also has a counter attack. Yay! <laughs> Fuck. Well, Rabbit Marcus became more likely because of that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. God. God. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. I'm upset. Meanwhile, Ryan Dog's attacks are uh, Love Leash, Flounce Pounce. Nice. Fireworks nice. Master, Power Crystal, Fireball, Meteor, which is just mm-hmm. Fireball, but shooting mm-hmm. it at the ground, I guess. Uh, then he's got Patu, where he just like sneezes <laughs> out a projectile, essentially. Fluffy Combo, Spin Dog. Mm-hmm. Back bumper, flying chump, tail swipe, and tail swat. And then he also has um, some perks that he gets, but I'm not seeing what those are on this page, so I don't. So I can't really describe the perks. Oh wait, here we go. He has. It's got a few. There's make it rain, dog. Fancy <laughs> footwork. Hit them while they're down. Uh, Crystal pal is his signature perk. Uh. Equip Ally Perks, Perk Training, Fire Fluff, Static Electricity, Tasmanian Trigonometry. Okay. Okay. Retaliation Ready are all perks that he has. Uh, His Crystal Pal one... Oh, it's just like a buff for his Crystal move. It makes it the Crystal follow him whenever he falls, I guess. Mm -hmm. Some perks are specific to characters, some are not. Like, the Make It Rain Dog perk is not exclusive to him. Uh, Gizmo, LeBron, and then Tom and Jerry can also learn it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Gizmo's playable now? I haven't played him in a while. Yeah, okay, Giz- Gizmo released recently. I think he's the 
At time of recording, I believe he's the most recent character. At time of upload, he won't be anymore. Rick should be out Night. by that point, and maybe somebody else after that. Oh, yeah, there's the trailer. I'll save that for later. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's a Telekinetic reindeer dog? Why telekinetic not? Telekinetic reindeer I mean... dog versus rabid Mario. Who was a rabid? Well, one you and Mario, but Mario. Well, when you put it that way, <laughs> when you put it that way, rabid Mario, guys. Yeah, absolutely. That's my vote. That's what I was thinking. Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Um, in all in all seriousness, uh, I think the rabbits would be lucky to be an assist trophy. Mm hmm. I think they'd make a good assist trophy. I think they'd be lucky to use his trophy. Yeah. Ryan Dog, again, I think like, in terms of the likelihood, neither of these characters are happening. But I think Ryan Dog would be uh, a fun inclusion because of multiverses. Just it's taking their sole non... Uh, I can't think of the word. The, 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 just taking the sole original character from the game and making it work in Smash, I think it would be a really cool, fun thing to do. I'd love to see what Sakurai could expand on with this character and do with their mm -hmm. attacks. Because there's definitely some attacks that have been made up. Like, there's no Final Smash equivalent in multiverses. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it'd be a gigantic heart laser, because why not? But what would you do? I don't know. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Then Falcor came in and, and hugged everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm for I'm for Rain Dog as well. I mean, it's it's... They had to fight it. Like, it was obvious from the start for me with, the, with this matchup. Um, there's stuff Rabbit Mario can do, but there, there's just so many other contentions, right? It's like, if one of the Rabbids from, from these games are playable, why Rabbit Mario? I mean, besides it just being Mario, why not Rabbit Peach? Why not why Edge? Why not Edge? There's, why did we not pick yeah. Edge? I don't know why we picked Rabbit Mario. Totally honestly. out of sight, out of mind. So, yeah, it just brings me to that conclusion. Just think of the Tournament of Champions again, and I, I'm not going to do this for every episode, but again, like with the chess thing, it would be worse for Rabbit Mario. They would be like, what? <laughs> what? Um, Yeah, Kratos versus Rabbit Mario. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean... I mean, they don't yeah. know who Rabbit Mario went up against. They could be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Who knows? That's true. That's true. Rabbit Mario versus Regina from Dino Crisis. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Rabbit Mario. Uh, <laughs> but against the Rain Dog, they'd just be like, you chose Rabbit Mario over a dog? Would be the reaction of most of our friends. Mm -hmm. Rabbit Mario you over Amaterasu. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we hate. I don't think that you would hate yourself enough to be able to do that. <laughs> God, it's like mm, depending on the day. <laughs> depending on how much bullshit you've thrown at me, leading up to that choice. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm All right. So. Ugly your Garfield vote? versus Rabbit Mario. Uh, Rain Dog. Rain Dog? Rain Dog? You sure? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't convince you to go Rabbit Mario. Do you want me to? you want that no. to be the first tiebreaker? <laughs> no, I do not, sir. I do not okay. want to tempt the internet. 
I know what those fuckers do. Get viewership. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, <laughs> in that case, we have today's champions who will later on join the Tournament of Champions 4th Edition. Mm -hmm. Goddamn. Mm -hmm. So, Naho Beno, yeah. Ryan Dog, we'll see you guys at the end of the season. Uh, as for next time, well, season four is still happening. Uh, it's going to be our second on-topic episode. We are discussing adventure modes in Smash, going from the original in Melee, which is just called Adventure Mode, Brawl Subspace Steamer Series, and Smash Ultimate's World of Light. Uh, talking about our fun times with them, impressions, comparisons, what we think worked, what didn't, and maybe what, what we might want to see in the future. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Should should be a fun time. It will be. That'll, let's get into adventure. What do you say, buddy? You had a perfect adventure time joke there because then in Vaker and Multiverses. And instead, mm -hmm. you went to Garfield. <laughs> it, it just shows how bad it's gotten, really. It's adventure time. So, goodbye, everyone. Come on and come on and grab your friends. Oh yeah, goodbye.